This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 23 of Banging on the Drum. I am your host, P-Dog. Joined alongside my host, M-Dog. He's got the better bark now these days. I got I got a howl. Like I'm yeah, I'm working on, you know. But it is always a good day when we are still the Bears daddy. The Bears is daddy. How do you how do you spell Bears is? I don't think I think it would be the Bears the, with an apostrophe after the S. That's how I wrote because it. Because it's already that's, plural. That's, so it would just be Bears. Bears is, yeah, no, is I think that is right. I never realized that's why the apostrophe came after the S ever. I just listened to like the word doc or the the grammarly thing that would correct it, but learn yeah. something new today. So if you didn't know that, if a word's already plural, I think just, yeah. you just put an apostrophe after it. So we're teaching people things today, and and. Doing all yeah, kinds somebody, of good stuff. So English is not necessarily my like best area of expertise. So that could be give or take, right? So I'm awful at it. I legit, though. I thought I learned how to put like commas in the right place and like do things correctly, but still, even with like my comma placement, I'm never like super confident. I know the like but fours or whatever those are like th- there's some acronym if, like if you use see I don't even know because it's not a preposition um but my attitude for, my attitude eh. my attitude towards commas is you never use one unless you absolutely know you have to use one don't ever use it unless like you're like this looks really not good without it the only time I can think of it is like when it's clearly a pause in what you're saying and it's still the yeah. same thought process, but I'm just bad with like, Oh, it's the subject and there's a verb and like that makes a sentence complete. And I know what preposition is wherever a mouse can go. That one was pretty easy to me or wherever a squirrel can go. They can yeah, go in either. up out over actually that might not even be one i think it is though wherever a squirrel can go mike that's that's what we got but anyways that is your grammar lesson for the week uh, take it for what it is i think i think you all just learned something right there but let's where we made you all dumber one of the two but well yeah no but there was my comma right there but Let's roll into this next segment. So I would have used a comma there, I think. All right. Overs and unders. Where do you want us? You want me to go? Yeah. Do you want to go? No, I'll jump in right away. So uh, my under for the week is that. Uh, so I had to switch out my dishwasher. So my in-laws, their dishwasher broke maybe like pre-Thanksgiving. And so over Thanksgiving, they had to wash all their dishes by hand for the Thanksgiving meal. 
Oh, and gosh. I know. It's it's <laughs> rough. <laughs> and uh, anyway, like we had two because we fucked up. Like we bought one. We were going to return it. And then we bought another one too close. Right. So like you can't return dishwashers or appliances, apparently. Which I thought and I know that. weird. Like you can probably get a different one, but you can't just return it and not go to the same place. Support, I guess. Just that seems like the craziest yeah. rule. Yeah. So it like, just apply anyway, to appliances. I, I'm sure there's other things too, but uh, the appliances, the dishwashers we got, this is that was the deal. Right? Anyway, comma. Anyway, gotcha so I have two there. dishwashers. I have two dishwashers. So I have to take the one that's in my house because that's the one that matches their house. Like uh, my wife and I, our house is just mismatched. Like we just have whatever we get in there. Right. So we got two new dishwashers and we take the one out of our house. So it matches their fridge and their appliances. And when I'm doing that, I crack a water pipe and I just got a small drip, like drip in there. And so I have to like redo all my fucking, not all my plumbing, obviously, but like I have to cut the pipe off, put a new elbow on, buy all this shit for it it was just a mess like and i could have just given the other dishwasher but i didn't and so cracked the pipe had to replace that and my dishwasher not really an ideal weekend that's crazy to me so the the dishwasher you were currently using you were a yep. nice enough person to be like all right we have two we already got two and they're both just as good. They're both, they were both like essentially brand new. So we actually gave them the one we'd been using. So that one was not brand new. So it like would match their a year house. and a half old. Yep. Okay. I just needed all that reiterated because that, that seems like way too, too nice. I would have definitely done the lazy move on that yeah, one. So I mean, we're going to be honest here, and it's not really my choice whether I do the lazy move and just take the new one there, right? So that's at the end, if it's my parents, I'm like, you get this one, and that's it, right? <laughs> if I want to be lazy, <laughs> but with like, she's like, well, just let's just switch this up. And to be fair, the new one that we just put in matches our kitchen, right? Matches our stove and our microwave. Uh, not okay. so much, but like, uh, it it sits right next to our stove and it matches that. So it, so ours now matches and then my in-laws matches as well. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it that. You should have done that. You did that. And then you broke yeah, shit. But then, and then, right. But that's the way every project I ever have goes is I'm always like just one little thing goes wrong. And then at least this, that is, uh, yeah, my life to a T is anything that I think is going to take like a certain amount of time, especially if it's like something like that, like a actual project. Yeah. Uh, and be like, okay, that'll take like an hour. It's it's going to be three hours. Like, I think yeah, it's so that's the joke three. in our house. Yeah, that's the joke in our house. So I'll be like, should like, so the YouTube guy did it in 15 minutes. That means I can do it in an hour, right? And then uh, my wife will be like, all right, I'll see you in like three to four hours. And that's just yes. the way. And so early on, that was a point of contention in our house. And now it's just, 
understood that it's going to take four to five hours for me to finish a project that a normal person can probably finish in like 45 minutes. Yeah. A thing in my house that my wife had to get used to is like, I never leave the house successfully on the first go and the second go is still questionable. It's a, I would say 80% of the time I come back in the house because I forgot something. Yep. I can't fix that. It's just my brain. You could just leave without that stuff. So for the no, it's usually part, my keys though. <laughs> like I get to my car, I'm like, oh, I need my keys. Yeah. Uh I always think of like the stuff that I have to walk back in to get. Like I'll go be just running to the store for like buns or something like that, right? So we're gonna have dinner. I'll be running to the store for buns. I gotta come back in to get my phone. Which and like until I was probably like 20. I would have never even thought like that was even a possible, maybe older than that. Right. I did not like care that I had my phone for a long time, even after I had it. Yeah. And I didn't get a phone until I was like 19. I don't know, but it's like a good thing, especially like in Wisconsin where you live, I guess, I don't know how close you are to the store that you so need we to got go. A, yeah. We got like a little, uh, like a dollar general in town here now. So. Oh, damn. Four blocks. Maybe five. When you're mayor, what 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 store are you gonna bring to town? If you could bring any store to town with your mayorship, what would it be? I so I mean, actually, we are okay on stores. We need a restaurant. <laughs> some sort. We need some place. Pizza Ranch. It's Pizza Ranch. Man. Pizza Ranch. That's the place. <laughs> um, we need some type of like. I guess maybe the Hitchin Post is okay at being able to get food. You got to, Mike, I'm your campaign manager here, and we got to stop talking shit about the Hitch and Post, dude. The, their pizza is just fine. No, frozen pizza is not a restaurant style. I'm not, I shouldn't have to pay $9 for a frozen pizza. I disagree. 100%. So I feel like. I don't know what it is even, to tell you the truth. The Zone in Sparta, like, does the same thing where it's like frozen pizza, but it's like a high quality frozen pizza. The Zone has like, good frozen pizza wherever they buy theirs from i, I that, feel like i'm getting stuff. jacks or no not even jacks like roma's <laughs> that uh, but i'm not i have no idea i've had it like once or twice <laughs> you just losing like 30 percent of the votes talking shit about the hitching post. more probably more than 30 <laughs> yeah 30 percent of the votes which is like 10 votes yep lost them all Yeah, I, I forgot when I was running for mayor at some point. I, I should tell you, like, so the wife, I'm like, oh, Pat and I are going to make a bet that I have to might have to run for mayor. She's like, like, gets like deadly serious. She's like, just please don't. <laughs> she's like, she's like, do not do that, please. I don't get what the flaw would be, but maybe, like I said, I think I've said this before, but we might have to have my uncle on here because I am truly curious. I, I should just give him a call. I haven't called him in such a long time either. And just yeah. see what like a local small town mayor does. Cause I assume, actually I won't assume anything cause I have no clue, but I assume, okay, this is what I will assume. The responsibilities in Sparta would be, 
twice the responsibilities that you would at, have in Wilton. At least. I mean, okay. so I would guess that Sparta, you have to do real stuff on occasion, right? So, so he's probably got like a almost a real job. I don't, and I don't want to say that it's not a real job because I have no like real idea. Yeah. But I would imagine that he's got things to do at the very least on a weekly basis. There's certain things he's got to take care of. Yeah. Where, and like, I don't even know. Like, like, I don't know if that's accurate. Like once a month, you might have to go to a meeting and tell people yeah. more. Do you know who the mayor Wilton is? Uh, so right now it's, I believe it's Jamie Evans. And I think it's a village president. We don't have an actual mayor, right? Oh, so, that's even uh, cooler. You could be a president of some sort. Yep. Um, but I in think a village. That, yep. So I th- I'm yep. like 99% sure it's Jamie Evans right now. Yeah. I, I, but I couldn't even tell you like what the mayor of Milwaukee does. Like, I assume the most important thing would be getting people jobs, which you would just try to like keep Kiss companies the there. And babies. There we go. All right, I veered us from the past, so that's how this that's how we're rolling. So you had to switch out a dishwasher, crack the pipe, and yeah, and so I like broke your I house. Had to fix the goddamn pipe, you know. So Ooh. not ideal. Bucks uh, just so, Bucks just won. Live update. Boom. Dominant. 17 and 6 on yes. the year, I believe. Yes, I'm. All right. So I'll get into my over a little bit. So Wednesday night, we this is we had a small hiatus here. And Wednesday night I got to spend uh the night gambling at my buddy's place and Ended up winning big time, but I, I really enjoyed, like I was fine going in there and losing all my money to be perfectly honest with you, but went in there and I won, which is an even bigger plus, but I like just going and hanging out and playing cards all night. Like I see you sinners in a church, like right in front of Jesus. We're at, we are on the altar gambling on the altar. So I, I respect I respect that. What what's the what kind of stakes you playing for? How so? How, so we we play a cash game, and I put in like I think everybody puts around a hundred, and I put in eighty to start. Okay, yeah, that that ain't too bad. That's like a pretty. It's not good if I would lose like eighty bucks in a night, like. But I have a good time doing it. Very yeah, easy. I think if it was like a weekly expense of eighty dollars. That yeah, would add up like to once, a, this is more like once a quarter rather than one even once a month. I don't go over there even once a month. Yeah. Well, Mike, you're you're still hot. You're killing it in the bing bong department. And well, compared to me, re- relative to me, you are killing it in the bing bong department. We're both gonna get even, Pat. Don't worry. We're both coming back to even, to zero at least. Yeah, I got you last week. It looks like it looks like we're shooting for a tie this week. Or are you going to beat me? Nope, you're going to beat me by one game regardless because we both got the same team tonight. All right, I'll roll into my under here. Is so I got a a job at the school that I'm going to, and it's with like the veteran center or whatever. And 
for the most part, all it's been is I just sit up there and do my homework all day and get paid to do that, which is super nice. And like the people who I'm working for and stuff are like awesome. But sure enough, it comes out. It's like the busiest week of school is the finals week. And then they actually start giving me work to do. And it's like the most, I don't want to complain about it too much because it's not hard, but it reminds me of like what their jobs on office space would be. So basically, long story short, I'm taking stuff from like one website and I'm putting it on to another website. And I know there's a way easier way to do it that I'm doing it, but I'm too dumb to figure it out. So like I spent the first half of today just trying to figure out what an XML file was, because I know if I can get the stuff into an XML file. Yeah, dude, it was over my head. I call Isn't an XML file. Isn't that like an Excel file? No, 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 there's like HTML. I don't know. Like, if we have any listeners that are coding nerds, but like, I think mostly like if you right click on a, on a website and you say like show source or, or whatever, um, whatever it is, it, it'll give it to you in HTML form. So if I could, if this site was like HTML friendly, I could be dumb. Shit. I, I don't even know if this is right. But I could upload HTML, whatever. Long story short, I am filling out TPC reports or TPS reports. And like, it's just like one thing after another, one thing after another. And it's just the most like mundane, easy work and whatever. It's I'm getting paid to do it. So like, I shouldn't complain. But before that, it was just like, nothing it was the rumple fitness center yeah it was yeah it was be be present present. and then we'll have some like they're like 70 year old veterans come in that are taking classes and stuff and i usually just like help them with the computers and stuff like one time a guy just walked in with like five sheets of paper and he's like i need you to email this for me and i was like (laughs) i was like "I, i don't know if you understand how email works but <laughs> but that's that's not you could have scanned uh, it probably no i did and that like i had to like scan it send it to myself i probably get like w- way too much pii on my computer like because it'll be like va forms but yeah i i could scan it and email it to them but then they don't know how to get into their email so like <laughs> So I'm like, I just scan it, email it to myself. And then I like, look at the email. Like there was this one guy, like, awesome. Like it was pretty cool. Like he's like, this guy, I can't even remember. I think he was in his eighties and he's still like going to school and like trying to do stuff for like veterans and like set up like some sort of sanctuary won't be the right word, but like stuff. So his big thing is like, he doesn't like to see like homeless veterans. So, yeah. and through like religion, I, but I can't remember what the thing was called. Cause he asked me for the number for like how to set up uh, a church group. And I was like, like a 501c3 or something like that. 
No, it it was it was like a pretty common word. Like if I heard the word again, like is a thing that I've heard before, but like I didn't realize what it was. So I'm just like Googling like the contact number for someone in DC. So he could call DC to like set this up. And then like he wrote. So it wasn't even like he printed out like sheets of paper for that email. Like he just had like a outline and then he, he literally wrote like, so that's what his email was. It wasn't even typed up. It was like a written and then scan it to me and then send it in his handwriting was like illegible. Like if I, if that got sent to me, I'd be like, I don't know, man. And yeah, like you're, I'm not dealing with the shit. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I told him though, like, I don't like to leave a, a guy hanging like that. So I was like, make sure you call them. Like, that's one thing I will say, make sure you call them to see if they got what you needed, which would have just been better if I just was like, you should just call these people, but whatever the due diligence yeah. was done. I yeah, you know, this is an eighteen-year-old that can't read like regular like print, <laughs> let alone uh, yeah, your chicken scratch you got there, right? Yeah, that's taking this first email. Yeah, dude, I man, I don't even know. This is like embarrassing to admit, but like I, I can't. Like what we have written on our Google Doc that we looked at, I guarantee you I couldn't write it all in cursive. And if it was in cursive, I probably would have a tough time reading it. Yeah, so cursive would be tough for me to read. Um, I definitely can like make my signature in cursive. Yeah, that uh, I haven't, that, but I haven't used cursive in. Jeez. Oh, yeah, that's gonna years. be a loss. Like high school. school. Yeah, that's gonna be a loss. Art here soon yeah uh i remember we had a uh a lady that we worked with at rumple that would write everything in cursive stunned me julie would write everything in cursive yeah that's those are the people who can still do it that's yep. that's gonna be the wind talkers of world war three they're just gonna write shit right in cursive what is never figured out yeah they're idiots <laughs> what is this code? But yeah, but all right, I'll roll into my over. So wrapping up the under, I actually had to work. Um, over, I've had two Christmas parties in the last week, and they were both both super fun. So my wife's company that she works for, it just seems like a fake company to me. Like. I just don't get how they like ball the way they do. Like, you know, anytime I've like hung out with them, like anybody from her work, it's just like everything's free. Like, I feel bad about it. Like, I'll like, it's like one of those things I walk up to the bar and like I pull out my wallet and they like slap it out of my hand. Like, like, no. No, don't pay for it. It's like they're offended that I would even pay for anything. And then we still have, so she had like a branch. I I don't know if they called this one a party. It was like a a Christmas dinner. And they still have a party in February, which is going to be our whole company. So her company is like 
I think it's small, but it's very widespread. Like they got like an office in Boston. They have a office in Austin. So the road trip conundrum that they have in there is very real for their uh, Austin versus Boston. (laughs) Uh, Austin, Austin, Massachusetts. (laughs) Do you mean Boston? Sorry. I like that. I like that line. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Um, It's because it's not for us. It's not for adults to watch. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued if that one holds up. I feel like it would. There's like some funny shit in that movie. Yeah. It's probably funnier. Like when you understand things just a little bit better instead of watching it at like 17. Right. Yeah. But like you said, though, it's kind of made for like the 17, 18. Oh, yeah. but those things are like just fun to look. It's like telling a college story almost. But like I love the scene where he like says like they're just trying to jump the car over the water, and he was like, "I can spit across this bridge." And then he spits across the bridge, and the bridge collapsed because of spit. Whatever. I yeah. Uh, so <laughs> my favorite, my favorite line in that is like, "Did you make a copy? Because if you made a copy, then we can watch." Like the guy doesn't give two fucks. That he sent the tape to his girlfriend, but he just wants to watch it. He's like, because if you made a copy, you know, then we can watch Scott. You see, I even forgot about that. Like the the premise of the whole movie right there is that he sent a sex tape to his girlfriend or something. Like I still use that line like all the time. Anytime like the word copy comes up, like that's that's the first thing that comes to my head. <laughs> Oh, that's good. But but anyways, where I was going with that is so there are companies all over the place. And I think the central office is somewhere in Ohio. I've never been to Ohio, surprisingly. But anyways, they're flying her out to Ohio. And they're also flying me to Ohio, which just seems crazy to me. Yes, it does. That like a spouse would get flown out. I keep telling her. I hope I'm not right about this, but I'm just going to keep referencing movies here. But have you seen The Firm? I don't think so. Okay, I'm not going to explain the whole premise of The Firm. But uh, actually, no, I'm going to. (laughs) So it's like uh, Tom Cruise is a lawyer that works for a law firm that just seems way too good to be true. And long story short, it's too good to be true because they're doing corrupt stuff. I don't want to put that on Gabby's company. I don't think they're doing corrupt stuff, but that's what it feels like. It's like, what? They they do that for you and they do that for you and like it yeah, it's so it's like, a great company. You, so that, yeah, it's a comp- it's more of a com- great company compliment. So I'm going to say this like you describing like that they just pay for everything and they do all this stuff. I feel like there's a real possibility that they're just living above their means, right? So like we see people in society every day that like, you're like, how are they driving three cars that look like that? And how does their house look like that when they work at the same place I do, right? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. No. And they might just be like cash poor kind of. Yeah, who knows? I, I assume it's not that, but anyways sweet they throw a good party good times and then we had my 
Air Force Christmas party. And I ended up having to dress up like a buffoon to pass out gifts. And uh, uh, yeah, I had to skip around the room passing out gifts, wearing like a kitten. Uh, Wait, don't you have soldiers? Uh, airmen. Yeah, why aren't you? Yes, I apologize. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, are <laughs> you. Uh, no, like, but you got, you're like a, I'm going to say sergeant, and you're probably not a sergeant, right? No, so that's like, right. Yeah. So you have people that fall under you. Those are the people you make do that shit. Yeah. I'm a team right? player. So, somebody, so like some, like I'm going to use like army, some master sergeant, like, all right, Pat, you have to do this. And you're like, oh, okay. I'll just go do it. Instead of having your soldiers do it, your airmen do it. Yeah. No, I mean. All right. That, or were you doing just, it for the airmen? Yeah, I think too, like the military's changed a little bit, like where the guys in power are kind of the ones that do the funnier stuff. I mean, like in basic, it's still like a little bit of <clears throat> what do you, what do you even call what's it in sports when like the rookies have to sing hazing? hazing. Yeah, it's still like a I little mean, so bit. hazing's like the negative term towards it but like singing is nothing right like, yeah that's not like detrimental to a guy's i guess it probably could be but like it really isn't right so you're not like beating them or something yeah but no i'm right middle of the road it's it's a pretty family-like environment we have there so it's like <clears throat> whoever gets the most votes does it and the guy who got the most votes really adamantly didn't want to do it so i just was like screw it if someone has to do it might as well be me i don't give that much of a shit if i have to wear a dress that has kittens on it and pass out pass out gifts like it's not it's not that it's not gonna kill me yeah and so like i would imagine that to some extent that that allows you to a little bit more leeway in other things as well, because you were, yeah, I mean, you just step up and take one for the team. It's, yep. I don't know. It's like good karma or something comes back around. And that being being said, I have an AT to Hawaii coming up. So I I got uh, not too much to complain about. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Nice (laughs) job. Good work. Way to roll that right in there. Get get sent to Hawaii just for wearing a kitten dress. Dang it. But that's an over for a future episode that I already spoiled. All right. We'll get off overs and unders here. I want to hear what Mike has to say while he is running with the pack. This being said, I didn't get to watch this game live. And I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get to see this one live because I think I would be back to all in on the Packers. Uh, so Packers get the win versus the Bears, right? So uh, 29-19, that game was a lot closer than, was it 28-19? Yep. That game was a lot closer than it really needed to be, I think. I don't think that the Packers played like a really good game. Um. Christian Watson, I do think we are not utilizing him correctly almost at all. I think if we were inside the 20, 
and you're and you're running a pass play, you should at least two of those should just be thrown at about eleven feet just to see if he can get it. Because the other guy's not going to get it. Just throw it eleven feet in the air over over the end zone and just eh, if he gets it, he gets it. If he doesn't, and I think he'll get it most of the time. Um, he is ridiculously fast. He needs to get the ball more often than he does. Maybe at one on like our own 20, run that same crossing route a few times. I guess you don't want to get him lit up over the middle of the field too often either, but I think he needs to get the ball more. Um, guy that I've been saying give the ball to more a bunch this year is Aaron Jones. He got dinged up in this game, didn't play the end, got put on as questionable kind of maybe like midway through the first quarter, right around the beginning of the second quarter, came back and then stopped playing again in the late in the game. Um, Dylan, I thought, had a pretty good game. Rushing for like over five yards of carry. Pretty impressive. You need to give him the ball. If he's going to be your main back, he needs to get the ball 25 times. And him and him and Jones probably got it close to about that 25 times, but it needs to be more. If your main back needs to get the ball more often this offense than we're currently currently giving the ball. And then, so he had a touchdown. Uh, Watson had two touchdowns. Trying to think where the other one was at for sure, and I can't like off the hand offhand get it to it. Maybe it's two field goals though. Yeah, it was. So the touchdowns were a passing touchdown to Watson, a rushing touchdown with Watson, and then a rushing touchdown with Dylan. And then they went for two at the end of the game. So that's yeah. And Lewis got it. (laughs) Yeah, Mercedes Lewis iced it. Wave to the Bears fans goodbye. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, we're still owning the Bears, which is good. I think this is the game that probably would have hurt the most had we actually got a loss here. Um, This game, getting a loss in this game, in this season, would have been the thing that probably, like, hurt me the most. I don't really care what happens with the Lions game because I don't take the Lions seriously. Never have. And it's going to take probably three or four more straight wins from the Lions in order for me to do so. They might become a real team and I start taking them seriously, but currently I don't. The Vikings, I think, right now are just considerably better than the Packers. And that makes them, this season, they're considerably better. I shouldn't say right now because if you go back a season, I think the Packers are way better. And I think next season, the Packers will be way better again. But right now, I, I'm not going to be that upset if they lose to the Vikings in their second game this year. Like, I get it. The Vikings are playing really good football. The Packers are not playing very good football. And so that loss won't affect me that much. I can see that the Vikings are a good team. This one would have hurt. This one would have, like, made me feel bad about the Packers. But, yeah, uh, I, I agree with that to a point. Like, I think th- – the Vikings and Bears losses definitely hurt more. And I think it's because yep. they're more pureish. Like where the Lions, it just seems like, oh, good for them. They got one, you know, like yeah, yeah. You know, every every dog catches his tail once in a blue moon. Right. And then the Lions have caught it a couple times in the last blue moon. But um 
the Vikings this year, like they're playing really good football and the Packers aren't. So I can, I can accept that loss. I can deal with it, especially in the year where the Packers have really struggled to play good football. Um, I don't feel like this Bears team should have given us given us this many problems. I get that Justin Field is kind of dynamic when you get the ball in his hands and he's running around. Um, but I don't feel like he should have been able to complete hardly any passes at all. And he was. He did a nice job. He had a nice game. A um, couple picks late really affected whether or not they even had a chance in this game. Uh, let's look at the absolute positive of all positives for this season with the Green Bay Packers. We now have the most wins in NFL history, and it's never going back. Never. Yep. Bears Bears won't get it. Um, yeah, something, something. So I think I'm going to have some questions, and I'm going to toot my, my own horn a little bit. So play calling, creativity. Um I watched the Sparks notes version of the game, but we had two touchdowns coming off of like misdirection run plays. One we, where we actually handed it to Dylan and then faked the handoff on the end around to Watson. Uh, and I think Dylan had like a 20 yard touchdown run or something like that, right around 20, 21 yards. And then we got a touchdown late in the game on, I think it was a 46 yard. Yeah. One carry 46 yards. Uh, off the Watson end around. And I just think that's what we've, we've been too straight of a team for too long. And I think our offensive play calling finally got to the point is like, Hey, we are a little bit outgunned this season. Obviously Watson's coming on strong. He looks like he's going to be something to reckon with uh, throughout his career. He looks like he's going to be a star if he isn't already a star, seven touchdowns in four games, that's pretty phenomenal. Um, but yeah, they, they just, eight? Oh, maybe it is a, cause yeah, Three, when I was two, listening, one, two, right. So yeah, I think you're right. I think it's eight because I think they said it after his receiving touchdown that it was his seventh in four games and he got one more. So yeah. So two touchdowns a game. To be fair, eight touchdowns in a season is really good. Yeah. It's not like great, but it's, it's good. It's a good, good wide receiver. Yeah. And he's been, and it's not even like, you know, he's came on. Well, he has obviously came on later, but he was hurt too. Like he's finally gotten healthy because he was having like hamstring things. Every time he was getting the ball, he was just getting lit up. Uh, yeah. So I I don't think we were ever like too critical of him because I seen on Twitter the like Wisco fanatics or whatever said like you can sign your apologies here. I don't think I ever lost faith in him to that point. Like where I was like he's gonna suck. I think we just like acknowledged that like when he, he gets the ball, yet. he would get hit hard. Like. Yeah. So- um, I knew uh, I I heard a few people writing him off because he was injury prone, and to me that's like, I mean, okay, it's football. Like you could pretty easily just get dinged up. And yeah, it has nothing to do with like how tough you are. 
right? If you can't run the way you're supposed to run, you're not going to be effective and they're not going to let you play anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's great. Uh, maybe I wouldn't say great, but like, I love the the wrinkles in the play calling. Uh, uh, not just thinking you need to score touchdowns on a post route or whatever that Rodgers can yeah. just get it for you because he's better. Like, yep. Uh, so I do like have like a, like a forward thinking, like positive. I think when Dobbs and Watson are both healthy at the same time, you know, I don't know if Dobbs has an opportunity to come back at all this year. I don't know exactly what his injury is, but if they come back at the same time, our offense might get slightly scary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what uh, Dobbs is like um, injury, like the length of injury is. So neither do I, but if you get both of those guys on the field at the same time and Lazard can be your three instead of your one or your two, I think that it can be very scary for opposing defenses. Yeah, and they say Dobbs was questionable for week 13. So I think okay. I think if, as long as he's at least questionable, maybe he's not back next week, but my – Has my an opportunity to come back. Yeah, my professional opinion is when you're questionable, that means you'll be back in one to three weeks. So – Oh, yeah. So I agree. He'll be back in that window there. Uh, other than that, my questions for you. So not really getting to see the whole flow of the game. So is Dylan is Dylan back to being Dylan? I, I know he averaged 5.5 yards a carry or whatever, 18 carries for 97 yards. But was it the hard running Dylan that we've seen last year and then in like two, maybe three games this year? I think two games this year. So, so I think at times it was right where he's pushing piles and doing things that you expect a big back to do. And then at times it wasn't, I think, I think as long for the game was a 17 yard run. No, and it was a 21 yard touchdown run. So so there was a a 17 yard run where he kind of like avoided contact with a, either a corner or a safety. And I was like, you're supposed to be the guy that blows that guy up. And maybe, yeah, I re- like I remember thinking like, the reason you're a running back is to blow people up, not to avoid that contact down the field. Like make them think, man, I wish I didn't have to make this tackle here. But he avoided the contact and kind of like, I think it was like skirted out of bounds. But so sometimes I think he's running like he should be. And then sometimes I think he's not. Okay. Uh, so not not all the way there yet. All right, you ready for my question number two? Keyshawn Nixon, is he the man returning kicks for us from here on out? Because uh, Not sure. So I think that maybe when you're eight yards deep in the end zone, you should leave it in the end zone, right? Um, I'm fine with him taking it out at the like one yard deep or two yards deep or against a bad return team. Like you don't have to do that every time. Put us on the twenty-five. We have a we have an offense that I think is functional. 
I do think that he can return kicks until, you know, he runs out of his juice. Okay. Yeah, because I just he gets a pick late in the game too, so that's big. Keep him on the team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a little shine there on defense because Alexander had a pick. But yeah, all I see is four returns, hundred two yards. But the way I watch the game, the Sparks Notes version of the game, because I was driving back uh, while the game was on actual TV, looked like he had. So four kick returns, 102 yards, 25 yards of kick return. But yeah, I didn't I didn't see like where he was taking the ball out, like what he was doing. But there's a couple times that he took it out from like at least five, six yards deep in the end zone. And he'd get out to like the 15 or the 16. I just I feel like you gotta do better than that. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. And then Cobb was returning punts for us, I take it. I didn't Honestly, I didn't notice, which is perfect. If I'm not noticing who the punt returner is, I'm fine with that. Gotcha. All right. I think that wraps up my round of questions to see uh, see the flow. Because when you watch those replays like I had to do this week, sometimes sometimes the flow is deceiving. But Because yeah. all, all I got from us – did not look good uh, in the first half. Uh, Justin Fields looked like he was kind of having our way with us. Oh, yeah, no, last question. Third down defense. How was the third down defense? Still oh, not yeah. good. Still no? Still not good. Like, I guess they got a few stops. Those turnovers make a huge difference, right? So you got a couple turnovers. Um, I heard a few people put out that like Alexander looked good. And I thought, I actually thought that he didn't look that great. Like that he took some risks and he gave up some big passes that you redeem yourself. You get a pick. I can deal with it. Yeah. That's the, uh, is it Trey, not Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs. That's his whole, that's his whole life as a corner is yeah. I might give up a few big plays, but. I'm going to get a pick almost every game. Yeah, I seen one play where uh, Alexander got burned. Um, he looked confused before the play happened. Like, he was, like, pointing at somebody. And then he ended up like, oh, I'll just take this guy. And kind of, like, jumped his route, like, super early and then got burned. Yeah. So, but it was a nice throw, nice catch. I think from what I've been seeing from Fields is I don't know. I think he I think he could be a decent quarterback. I don't know if he's gonna be Hurts next year, but I think he's he's gonna be a, a pain in the side there for a little while. But on the optimistic side of that, I thought Mitch Trubisky was gonna be super good for similar reasons. So I think that guys that are early in their careers, almost all of them have success due to the fact that they don't have tape on them. They don't get their tendencies down. Um, There's not a real clear way to stop them. Once one team makes like a big jump in getting a stop on somebody, another team follows suit and it might not be like back to back. Right. So I think Kaepernick had a lot of success. And then a few guys figured him out. 
and then everybody in the league except for the Packers figured him out, right? Yeah. And at that but, time, it was tough for him to do anything in the league unless he was playing the Packers. And I think that's like where the rubber hits the road for some yeah. quarterbacks. Some quarterbacks just don't learn to make the adjustments that they need to yeah. and just keep telling themselves like, this used to work when I did this at the same time. And then That's like the way I play Madden. I'm like, I'm like, this used to work. Why doesn't it work anymore? Yeah. Yeah. But then you got your Jalen Hurts, who I want to say he just threw the ball like crazy uh, this week. But like I said, I didn't get to watch too much football, but I didn't see too many huge runs. But it looks like Hurts is a guy that, I don't know, you know, like if you want to say, oh, yeah, he's having success last year because they got tape on him and he's running. It looks like he's kind of came yeah. into his own and he's turned into a complete guy. But So there's always guys that break the mold, right? So Mahomes has broke the mold. Allen's broke the mold. These are guys that even with tape, you're not stopping them consistently. Yeah, they know how to make adjustments. Right. All right. Well, that's what I got. For the old Packer game, um, I'm all in. I think we're making the playoffs. I think we're winning out nine and so eight. Making the playoffs will depend on other teams. Now we're going nine and eight. I don't have any doubt in my mind, but um, it all comes down to whether the right teams lose. So yes, should be easy. Probably a two seed. They're gonna. We're gonna get uh, Nate Pool back in the league. He's gonna make a crazy catch on the last play of a game, uh, push yep. us into the playoffs. It's going to be that year, but then we're going to take advantage of it, win the Super Bowl. Let's do it. So this. I got a question for you. Have the Vikings locked up the division? They have 10 wins. I don't think so. And I heard this on a different thing that I was listening to. I think because the Lions won and the Lions have already had their bye week. So I think – I can't remember if the Lions are have six wins right now or if they have five wins, but I think they have one less loss than the Packers. Okay. Um, so no, I think I think if the, the Lions, Lions still get them, okay, yeah, like if the Lions lose or the Vikings win next week, I don't know if either of them have a bye week next. Well, yeah, no, I don't know what their bye week schedules are, but anyways. Right. One way or the other, if the Lions lose or the Vikings win, uh, the Vikings have the division. But if the if the Vikings lose out and the Lions win out, the Lions get the division. Let's go Lions. <laughs> All righty. So from there, we are going to do a little bit of boning up on the Badgers. Because we had some pretty big news come out that looks to be false. So uh, yesterday a report came out. I don't know who reported it, but they said Jim Leonard is going to stay on and be our defensive coordinator. Apparently, this was false news. I was super excited about it, but... As was I. Yeah. But I think it was uh, Fickle came out and said... uh, cleared the air and said Leonard hasn't made his decision yet. Um, he encouraged him to say, uh, stay, I want to say. That's a little false reporting on my part, but I no, think I read I something that... Uh, he definitely said he would 
he would want him as the defensive coordinator. Okay. So I didn't make that up. Um, but yeah, apparently our boy Jimmy hasn't made up his mind yet. So he's still mulling a couple things over. But one thing that is absolutely true is Graham Mertz has entered the transfer portal. And I want to get your opinion on this, Mike. If you think this is weird, uh, this is digging into our drama uh, department a little bit. Uh, Thank God I still have it up. So this is uh, a tweet or whatever that Graham Mertz put out. I don't know if he put it out as a tweet, but this is the tweet of what he wrote. So he said, I'm grateful uh, for my time as a Badger. My time in Madison has taught me lessons that go far beyond the football field. I want to thank Coach Chris, Coach Ingram, Keller Chris, our strength staff, our training room staff, and everyone that is a part of this program for making my dream come true. I also want to express my gratitude for the great young men I was able to play alongside to my teammates. We have been through a lot. And the thing that kept us going was our love for each other. That is one thing that can never be broken. I have decided that I will be entering the transfer portal in pursuit of my next opportunity. I will be entering with two years of eligibility. Did you hear, did you, uh, do you think anybody was left out of that? Thank you. I'm sure, but like, so I guess that that was long winded of me and in shitty reading of me, but he didn't say anything about Jim Leonard, which I kind of found weird. And I think when we had Keel on, um, I think Keel mentioned something to the extent that Leonard was going to be trying to get a transfer or figure out a way for a new quarterback. So, yeah. So Keel said that he thought no matter what happened, they were going to, this was Graham Mertz's last year, right? So once Chris gets fired, Mertz doesn't have to some extent his protector on the, on the staff anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder if there was something like sour with, with Leonard and him, but I, I hate when people do that shit, but I I don't know. Just reading that, I just thought it was odd that Jim Leonard was off and then he's gone. So, I mean, so, but Leonard, like you said, might be gone too. They might both be, they might end up at the same school. You never know. Yeah. I, I doubt it. Yeah. That that's that's what I'm getting at with that. And I can't say I'm too disappointed to see Graham Mertz leaving. Like I was pretty happy when I read the announcement. But then you also gotta think, um, if you're a nice person, you're like, that's kind of shitty to be so happy that this 21 year old is like done playing for your team. But I think if you tell it like it is though, you're just like, yeah, we had high hopes for you. It's probably a little bit on us, the fan base for uh, 
expecting a little bit too much out of you and you didn't live up to the hype that we thought you were going to live up to. And we're not too sad to see, to see you go. Uh, yeah, I agree. So I think that he definitely underperformed. But I think to some extent, that's the problem that Chris had. He was a quarterback's coach for a long time, and he didn't develop Mertz at all. Mertz didn't develop into anything that was better than what he was as a freshman. He was the same quarterback as a junior that he was when he was a freshman. And that might be a big piece of the reason that Chris got fired is that in three years, you didn't change what this quarterback was like one iota. Like he was basically the same dude over three years he didn't progress from his freshman, sophomore, junior year. And our coaches didn't push him to progress. When our head coach should care how a quarterback progresses due to the fact that that's what you used to do. What is probably the best position group at Alabama? It's the corners, right? Like, so the cornerbacks and the DBs at Alabama are year in and year out elite and that's because nick saban knows how to coach corners in dbs and he does he's done it wherever he's been at like that's what he does yeah and that's where chris kind of failed so i think it's on coaching and on merch and i think also not not to take away from your point uh too much or anything but I, i do think there's guys that end up being cornerbacks at alabama that would be wide receivers at madison you know, just with that talent pool and not saying that wide yeah. receivers are more talented. Uh, but I guess when you get guys young that probably obviously played both sides of the ball in college or I mean, in high school, when you bring them to college. So like Braylon Allen, for example, like we, we realized he was more of a freak than what what we thought he was going to be when we brought him in and he got moved to offense where I think in Alabama you have so many good athletes that you get to put athletes on your defense that might never have got the chance to play defense because you brought them in to be some sort of offensive star. I, and I could be completely wrong because I, I know they recruit like five star cornerbacks and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Yep. No. And well, like I said, I don't think the coaches did him like a service either. Yeah. Right. They didn't didn't progress him into being like a high level quarterback and they should have. Right. So he's, I think he probably has the arm talent. Right. So the throws that I see him make, he tries to throw it to the sideline and he like lofts it over there. Like he doesn't throw it to his wide receivers hard. And I don't understand that. Right. Like, you can get away with some of that stuff in high school football. Well, in college football, you just can't. Yeah. And he shows some glimmers of just like dropping a dime here and there uh, that are very impressive. So yeah, there, there's definitely some arm talent there that yeah went untapped. And I, I think I always forget to ask Keel this, uh, but one of my, drill buddies is an Ohio state fan and he's a pretty like non-bias like I don't know party that bounces some things off me sometimes 
And he was saying, we might've touched this on the show before, but it seemed like Wisconsin put too many eggs in the Graham Mertz basket. And when that didn't work out for Chris, that's, that's how the cookie crumbled at the end of the day is, yeah, we just had too much faith in a guy that ended up not performing somewhat like the Broncos did this year in grabbing Russell Wilson and thinking that was going to take him to the next level where it looks like uh, Hackett is not going to have a job by the end of the year. Well, I mean, it looks like it will be there till the end of the year, but might not have it have a job going forward after this year. Yeah. And making like a huge change on what Russell Wilson is, is pretty tough after you pay him the way you did. Yeah. Right. So that, I mean, so it almost comes down to the head coach has to go before the quarterback there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, who knows? Uh, maybe they'll give them, give them a little bit more time. I don't think so. I think, I think they kind of, and this is straying off of it. I guess Russell Wilson's a Badgers. How we'll tie uh, this news into, <sighs> into the, the Badgers segment, but I kind of think in Denver, they brought him in there. And I'm probably not the first one to have this opinion. And maybe I vacuumed this up for somewhere, but specifically to get Rodgers to, to come. Like they didn't really care who the head coach was. They just want to put themselves in a better position to bring in a veteran quarterback to help that defense. Well, to help that offense, but I mean, to so, complement that defense. I think that that's fair. And I think um, as the president, right, I think John Elway believes that you have to have an elite level quarterback to win, but they could have probably been, and I apologize to Jimmy G for this, but like you probably could win with Jimmy G. You could probably win with like a, uh, is it a PJ Walker in, in Carolina? like a Marcus Mariota, you could, there's guys in this league that you could have scooped up to allow you to win in Denver, but you're trying to like have this absolutely dominant offense when you already have an absolutely dominant defense and you just need to figure out how to score some points. You don't have to figure out how to score, you know, in the forties every week, you got to figure out how to score two touchdowns and two field goals. Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard some crazy stat. Like if Denver wasn't the worst offense in the league, like if they were not 32nd, whatever the 31st ranked offense is doing in the league, they would have had like, they would be a a for sure shoe in playoff team is that's how bad their offense is. So I heard, or I saw a stat that said if they score 18 points, and now granted games don't work out this way, if they score 18 points a game, and this must have been in week nine, they would have been nine and one. Yeah. So week 10. Or week 10, yeah. Like something crazy like that. And this last game, they lost 10 to nine. So that's another one. Yeah, so – they're catching strays even in uh, the banging on the drum Badgers segment there. So yeah, that's because they stink. Yeah, let let's roll on. Um, 
I'll do the World Cup stuff. I'll let you do the barking about the Bucks stuff. So my World Cup watching has fell off a little bit. Uh, I'm just keeping up with the tournament now, hoping that the big games are going to be in an area where I will be able to watch them. Next Brazil game, 9 o'clock on Friday. So that will be perfect for me. Um, but right now, sad news. Wah, wah, wah. USA gets knocked out, uh, losing three to one versus the Netherlands. So if you were in our bracket pool and you took the United States to go a little too far, you probably are not succeeding right now. So left in the tournament after the knockout round, we have the Netherlands versus Argentina, a game coming up on Friday. Then we have Croatia. And the future champions, Brazil, um, which is setting up for a pretty cool matchup. I think it'd be, even if you don't like soccer, if Brazil and Argentina win and they're playing in the, not quarter, this is the quarterfinals. What do they call that? The semifinal? Oh, yeah, the semifinals. So if Brazil and Argentina play in the semifinals, that will be a pretty electric game to tune into and we have another big country rivalry that's already going to be happening in the quarterfinals with England versus France. So that'll be a cool one to tune in. And then the teams that haven't played yet that are going to play tomorrow determine the other quarterfinals is Morocco and Spain and Portugal in Switzerland, but pretty cool world cup, uh, tournament for the usa from what i've been hearing we never got our expert our dog on here to explain this to us but it seems like the usa is a young team and i don't know if you watch any world cup coverage this year they're like this is a tournament that usa needs to go in and get experience they're not winning this one if they don't make it past the group stage it is a complete and total failure but if they make it past the group stage, that is a good success and the experience that these young guys are going to need going forward uh, for the next World Cup. So it seems like they accomplished what they wanted to. I mean, obviously, you don't ever want to go into a tournament and not win it. But I don't know. I think... From the sounds of it, USA has a future in the World Cup. And from the little bit of soccer that I watch, I was pretty impressed uh, when they played England and tied them. And I can't even think of, oh, when they beat Iran. I guess I don't know how good Iran is, but they beat them. It was scary, but they did it. Yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed that we didn't win at all. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know anything about soccer. I'm just disappointed that the USA isn't the best. So, Yeah, no, and I hope I prefaced it good enough that I don't know shit about soccer either. Yeah. But from the shit that I vacuumed up, it was a good tournament for the U.S. All right, so who should – so – Probably Brazil, huh? That's who I should be rolling with from here on out. Yep. Support the family, Mike. Support right. my relatives in Brazil. 
Will do. I'm on it. Brazil, all the way. Second well, best like team it. in the world, right behind the USA. I appreciate the support. All right, Mike, you want to do some barking about the Bucks? I'll pull some stuff up while you're barking. All right, so uh, we got Middleton back. I don't remember exactly which game he came back for or if he's still going to be coming back, but uh, he is on track to be back on the team or is it back on the team currently? I think he's back on the team currently. Yes, he's back. He's back. Um, We lose to the Lakers on Friday. We lose to the Lakers. Saturday we beat Charlotte, and then tonight we beat Orlando. We are sixteen and six currently overall. Um, I had to go back and look because I could have swore it said we were already sixteen and six, and then got a win tonight. So I was trying to like figure out where whether we were seventeen and six. We're seventeen and six. Seventeen and six. You're certain? I went back and counted them, but I'm not the greatest counter, especially if I have to go through multiple pages. It but, says seventeen um, and six right next to their name. So, well, so where I was, well, down there on the, what you wrote, that's what it says. We'll just roll with it. Seventeen and six. All right. So, Bucks seventeen and six overall, playing well. Uh, Giannis went over thirty for his seventh straight game. Um, he's Crushing pretty good. It. Yeah, I like him. I think we'll keep him on the team. Um, yeah. So the Bucks are doing very, very well and should continue to roll throughout the season have no worries that they will be a top two or three seed in the East. Yeah. So right now they would be the two seed, the one seed would be the Boston Celtics who are playing out of their mind. They're 20 and five. And then the next best team in the NBA after the Celtics is the Bucks at 17 and six. And then it looks like the Phoenix Suns at 16 and seven. So second best record in the league, which I don't know if I would say it stinks, but I mean, number two to Boston, who's also in the East. So it looks like they'll be banging with Boston, um, but very early in the season. And with the football season still underway, I'm still more 80% 80% locked into football, even though Packers have been a little disappointing. But Even though the Packers are going to pretty easily make the playoffs and go on a run and win the Super Bowl? Is that what you mean? Other than that. So I am back. I am back on that track. It, it goes from Packers win to Packers loss. When we're coming off a loss, I am down. And, yeah. But I'm excited to see. I don't know. I – I am excited to see what uh, good stuff comes from the Packers season, but we're barking about the bucks right now. And that's, that's something to be howling about. Yep. We're uh, so the bucks should be pretty dominant throughout the season. I have no doubt really that they're going to have a successful season, be one of the top seeds in the East, if not the top seed in the East and, as the most optimistic Wisconsin podcast of all time, pretty should pretty easily win the NBA Finals. No, no problems about it. Easy peasy. Put your money on them right now. All right. Yep. So from there, we're not going to go game by game for you guys this week to recap it. So we'll do the bing bong 
update and you haven't updated the total totals have you mike no the total totals are not updated all right so we both have the bucks so we're both losing this one more than likely gonna get a loss right so it looks like i'm gonna go eight and eight on the season or on the the week and end up with negative 80 bing bongs looks like mike's gonna go nine and seven and end up with 130 bing bongs and then we had mike at 900 and negative 950 bing bongs so he will go to 820 bing bongs and i will go to from negative 2,990 to negative 3,070 bing bongs. I think I did my math right, Mike. Sure. You're just going to trust me. I've been training for this run, so I think I should be good to go. I ran 10 miles the other day. It was brutal, but I, I did it. And I don't even have to do that for the, the race. So. Nope. I'm not only going to run the race, I'm going to try to get a decent time and throw up for everybody. So Throw up after the shoe or before the shoe? After, for sure. I'm not going to push it that hard. To So what's the part that's going to make you throw up? Is it the, um, the, the darts? No. The I don't throw up, so I'll be pretty impressed if I throw up. Um, it's just not in me. I'm like, uh, Jackie moon, never thought in to, my life. Maybe you need to try harder, Pat. That could be that. That's <laughs> definitely, that is definitely a real thing. So drinking wise, I think I, uh, go pretty hard and still don't puke. But like, as for like a run like that, I think I would, uh, definitely, quit not quit but like slow down to the point where i wouldn't make my body puke yeah if that makes any sense but all right no yeah it does for sure you ready for some thursday night thunder oh yeah i guess uh so we should also mention that you don't have to like schedule out time to watch the packers next week they are on a bye oh honestly news to me i guess i should have probably knew that one all right, so we're going to be I just saw it. So taking care of the rest of the league. So leading into Thursday night thunder. The Las Vegas Rams or Las Vegas Raiders head to LA to take on the Rams and the Raiders are minus 6 in LA. And I think this is the easiest game of all time. I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders as well. Uh, the Rams just look like dog shit, especially yep. now that they don't have cup. Holy cow. Yeah. That's that's one of my early calls. I don't do much right in, this, in uh, betting this year, but not taking the Rams ever has been probably – the one thing that's been helping me the most um because yeah i doubt they covered this week who were they who were they playing this week they did not cover this week they got stomped this week by the seahawks right 
Nope. They did cover against the Seahawks. It's 27, 23. And I think it was like six, six All and right. a half. Yeah. Well, I digress, but they're not going to cover against the Raiders. So they stink either way. Get ready for it. Well, that will do it for our show. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. We appreciate the support. We're still working here to get better. Um, all my fault this week that we missed our back end of the week episode, but I think we will be back on track. We'll see how the holiday, we have no foresight on this podcast. And I apologize to you guys for that. So we will see how it goes with the holidays moving forward. But thank you for listening. We love you guys. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, so uh, give it a give us a download, give us a subscribe or whatever. Download it on any of your wherever you listen to podcasts. Just find us, keep it rolling. Um, thank you guys for listening, and for all you suckers that are doubting the Brewers, the Badgers, the Bucks, or the Packers, you can eat our shorts. Roll. It. All them suckers that doubted the Packers came. My shows. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King. Eat my shows. Beat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King. Eat my shows. Eat my shows.